Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and today's guest is a returning guest. He actually has one of the most listened to episodes of 2022, which both delights me, but also pisses me off. Welcome back to the show, Aiden McDougall. What's up? Thanks for having me. How do you feel about that, that you have one of the most listened to episodes of the year 2022? Um, it's a great feeling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised when you told me. I, you told me before, and then I forgot about it, and then you reminded me, and I was just like, damn, that's crazy. It is crazy. What do you, I'm like, I don't remember what we talked about, but I feel like it was funny. I think it was funny. I feel I, like people probably just like, who the fuck is this? Like, why is he on here? Do you feel like it's the accent? Cause I'm not going to lie. Not to, not to take away from the fact that people want to listen to you, but I do feel like the accent, there's something about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I personally never think about that because. Because it's your own it accent. Do, yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't like. I don't really, I just, I've just never been a person that's really cared about accents in general. So like, I don't find them interesting at all. I mean, I've never thought about my accent in my life. Yeah. Nor do I think I, I don't even know what I would describe it as. What do you mean? But some people are like, oh my God, like this person has like a British accent. It's so cool. Like interesting. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. I've never really found that to be a point of interest for anything. So me personally, like I never thought it was the fact that I had an accent, but it probably is. It really is, Aiden, and I'm constantly telling him that he needs to exploit his accent more, and it really makes me angry <laughs> that you aren't exploiting it more, because I've I kinda, feel I've, like you could. I've kind of lost it. I've lost the sauce a little bit. What do you mean? Like, it just doesn't hit. Like, it's not the same as it used to be. You called a garage a garage, like, 15 minutes a ago. A garage? A, whatever the fuck. Y- like, yeah. a garage? Like, that's, you still have the sauce, or whatever. If, yeah. if that's a sauce, you still have it. I mean, I call, I call it a garage. I've always called it a garage, but like I was saying garage because like in the UK they call it garage and we're talking about that genre of music ah. and I just like keep saying that even though I'm not trying to like, you know, I'm not like uh code switching at all, but yeah. <laughs> I would love if you just like randomly just had a completely different like personality and accent and like the way you spoke was just like, this is how you should change it up, switch it up. Well, I feel like um, the way I talk now is just different than how I used to talk. Because, I, I mean, even when, like, my friend, uh, you met Jackson, right, when he yeah. pulled up? Like, shout when out to I Jackson. Would, shout out Jackson. When I when he pulled up last year, like, he, like, I was just like, wow, like, your accent's, like, so strong. His was way more, like, it's giving kangaroos, it's but giving the, Australia. The, the thing is, like, I was telling you, like, Compared to other people that live there, yeah. he, he's like he has a very like articulated, like kind of educated, like accent. You know what I mean? He did like, go he does not to sound, school, I think. Yeah, he's smart, and he's always been one of the most like well-spoken people that I've met from there. But when he came here, mm-hmm. and compared to my accent now, I'm just like fuck. Like you sound like country <laughs> as shit. You like have like a redneck equivalent of an Australian accent? Do we? I don't know. Do yeah, you? we do. We we got. I don't know. We got, there's a lot of rednecks there. They're called bogans. They're called bogans? Yeah. That's kind of fun. I want to call people They're just bogans. basically like white trash is like the only way I can describe them. Amazing. Amazing. I love learning new words and I really want to call you a bogan now. I actually want to write that down because I'll forget. Uh, but I was doing a little um, research, which I was telling Aiden this. It's hard to interview someone who you already know. So I was like, all right, I need to like come up with something. I need to come up with things. And one of the things that I came across while scouring the internet was that 
your name is an Arabic name. And I think that that's fucked up because not only is it an Arabic name, but it's also a Muslim name that's in the Quran, the Holy Scripture, and Aiden likes to cosplay as a Muslim. So (laughs) I feel like I'm starting to actually think that maybe you're secretly like Muslim. Maybe you're like an FBI agent, like undercover, but like doing a poor job at it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I I didn't, I didn't personally know it was in the Quran, but uh, it's like, it's, yeah. It's spelled. I know it's spelled differently though, right? It's A D E N. Well, it's in Arabic, so it's like Alif Yadal, which will be when I do the podcast promo. I'm going to write your name in Arabic. Fire. Yeah, but it means bright or tall palm tree. I did like the tall palm tree because I yeah. feel like that's fucking hilarious. I like palm trees a lot. So. Like you're like, oh, my name's Aiden. It means tall palm tree. That resonates with me. Yeah, for sure. But nah, it it's. Uh, I do know that it means. Uh, like it means the same thing in in Gaelic. It means like bright or like like a spark, like fire. Yeah, bright. So, yeah. Um, you said little fire earlier. Yeah, like little fire, fire like fire. small fire. I don't know what that necessarily like means for sure. Because I used to always be like, I don't know, like I just I never met another Aiden when I was growing up. So I was just like, why was my name Aiden? And I didn't think my parents even really put a lot of thought behind it my dad was gonna call, i don't even know if i said this in the last podcast well who can say that was a complete blackout my dad was gonna call me uh alfred because his name shut the <laughs> yeah. fuck up yeah because his name's alfred and his dad's alfred and i'm like and his dad you, and I'm like you look like you could be an alfred right it's fucked up but uh my mom was like absolutely not are you happy with this decision yeah i guess damn I mean, Alfred's, like, not a terrible name, but it's also, like, I don't know. It's giving old white man. Yeah. And, like... Old, you, old money. Or that would be nice. That would, that would be nice if, if, it, if there was uh, the name and then the old money. I know, but old, it, Alfred sounds like an old money name. I just think of the Batman guy. Yeah. Is he dead? You talking about the actor? Yeah. No. <laughs> Michael Caine? No, he's alive. You're like, no, Michael Caine is alive and I think he's well. pretty healthy. Good he for looks, him. He looks good. He's married to my brother-in-law's grandma's sister what yeah my brother-in-law's grandma that's her sister and she's married to him he's married to a nice guy and he's lady yeah he is yeah that's yeah. that's my brother-in-law's yeah grandma's sister yeah. i don't that's such a weird fucking description my brother-in-law's grandma's fucking sister oh hey it's me nor do you want to listen to more episodes of arab american psycho except for it's literally just fucking me talking for an hour straight you can subscribe to patreon.com slash arab american psycho where i upload three solo exclusive episodes every fucking month where i talk shit about myself and my life and i talk shit about other people which is one of the main reasons i haven't promoted my patreon too hard because i really be talking shit uh but yeah i put a lot of time and effort into it so fuck it i'm gonna do an ad read on my own show because it's my show so subscribe if you want to or don't but enjoy the rest of this episode when was the last time you cried? Oh, it's funny you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck. I, uh, I actually cried like a couple weeks ago. About? Can we, can we discuss? Can we disclose? <sighs> yeah. Not, yeah, it was like, this is like a lot. Like, um, I'll, I'll condense it as best as I can, but essentially like, came out of nowhere. Um. Crying usually does. I, I started having these like, it's, I remember I saw it like last year. I think in may i remember the day really clearly but i started having these like really fucked up like dreams oh yeah you told me about that yeah like it would like you couldn't go back to sleep type of yeah. shit. yeah and it wasn't just like a standard nightmare it was like it was all about like it, it was like about like family and like previous oh, shit that had happened and like very detailed 
and it was it was mostly it wasn't about like visually what was happening it was about the feelings that mm. I, I was um experiencing in those dreams so i would wake up and it would be like i would still have holy shit i'd be in i still have those emotions when i wake up that would last like it, it started going away pretty quickly but then i keep having them and it was like the accumulation of it yeah. happening repeatedly that like started like weighing on you. Yeah. And then two weeks ago, I remember I went to sleep and I just felt like off and I was like, I feel, I, I was like, I feel like I'm going to have a really bad dream. I don't know why. I just felt it like. I feel like you manifested it. <laughs> oh my God. But it came out of nowhere. I was just like, you know, one of those nights where yeah. you just don't, you feel a little bit kind of it. like yeah. sh- shaky. And yeah. so I had a really, really fucked up dream that was like super, super, super like detailed about like some shit that actually happened and I woke up and then I like forgot about it and then I remembered it like ten, like and half an hour after I woke I remember what happened and then I would, that whole day I was just like f- like bad like I didn't cry till like later but the whole day I was like a wreck and I remember I had to go do shit like I had to link up with like Dean and Lucas and um talk about like what we're doing with like the short films that we were making and then I, uh, I uh, was talking to my mom mm-hmm. on the phone that night and I was just like, or in the afternoon, and I was just like, yo, like, I'm like really fucked up. Like I had this dream about like some shit that happened like a few years ago. And uh, I've I, like, and she was like, oh, you know, it's like, it's good that you had that dream because, you know, it's like a... <laughs> She tried to put a positive mom spin on it. She did. And yeah. I was just like, no, you don't get it. Like it's, I've, I've been feeling like really bad like feelings of like just grief and like all this shit all day and like i can't like i'm fucking i'm not in a good headspace and then we talked about it and then because your mom's a therapist right yeah 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 and um once she understood what i was talking about it she kind of like was like yeah everything's gonna be fine just like you know we talked about it for a little bit did she give you like any specific like coping mechanisms She she did yeah but she had to call me back a little bit after because I think she kind of realized what was going on. So she was like, oh, fuck. Like, I need to be, like, sitting down. Yeah. Or, like, in a, yeah. In the moment, she was kind of just like, look, like, before I moved to America, like, there was a, like, I obviously won't get into it here, but a lot of shit happened that was kind of, like, pretty life-changing and uh, just, like, family-wise. And I remember, like, at the time, I was just kind of like, damn, that's crazy. But I already wanted to move and do mm-hmm. other stuff, and I was kind of just like, this is my time to leave. And I kind of was just focused on that. So you kind of didn't like deal with whatever you were didn't feeling at that time. It. Yeah. But at the time I thought I did. Yeah. But I've always had this thing where if something happens, like I don't feel it initially and I'll feel it later. Yeah. But this time it just lasted like four years where I didn't deal with anything because, and I moved to America and then set my life up here and then had a, you know, just having a lot of fun, like just went through a lot of my own shit here. You and were like busy or distracted. Yeah. And I think what was happening was what she was saying is like, I wasn't allowing myself to deal with what was going on um, or process any of it. So it was subconsciously coming out in my dreams. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time. Your brain is like, we need to, we need to fucking deal with this. And that was the only time that I could uh, experience it. And I don't know why it had to be on some like really like fucked up shit. But like it, that was that, that kind of caused me to realize it. So that was the first thing she said, but I still couldn't like, I don't know. This is like when I really like cried. I went to meet up with my friends at this like, um, food spot like down the street. 
and I walked into the restaurant and uh Jameer sees me and he's just Aww. like shout he, out Jameer yeah he immediately was just like yo like did you cry earlier and I was just like yeah and then how did he fucking know he, I don't know he just like intuitively like yeah. saw you he was like touched your chest and was like Aiden did you cry today I, I don't know it was it was one of those like you know I was just like yeah I actually did like I you know I was like I did I did cry a little bit and then he's like what happened and then I fucking like he's her crying again. Started crying, yeah. but I was like, it was too fresh. Violently crying, and we're in a restaurant now. I was just like, <laughs> what I kind would, of restaurant? <laughs> it was a t- uh, taco spot. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I did that. I'm sorry for I did. No, it's, but, no, it's, 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 it's fine. It's nice to like talk about. Yeah. It's funny to think about. But so he just was like hugging me, and I was crying. And then I was just like, Yo, I have to leave. So I like just fucking walked out, and then. He like was came out and he's like, yo, let's go. There's a park right there. It was like I don't know if you've been there, but it's this taco spot called Nene's in Bushwick. It's like kind of famous. They oh, do, I've like, heard of it, but I've never been there. Yeah, so I cried in the famous Taqueria, yeah. <laughs> and then we went to the park and just talked about it. And and I didn't tell him what was really going on because I just I couldn't talk yeah. about it. Like yeah. I just had to be like, yo, like I'm just going through some changes, and I'm realizing a lot of shit that's happened, and I'm now processing it. So then my mom called me back later on and and she was just like, yo, like we need to talk about like just childhood shit and like this, 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 this happened and you know, this is why this happened and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and then she was crying and like all this stuff. And then, Oh no, not the mom crying. That probably made you cry more. Did. I've never heard my mom cry and not fucking cried. It could be yes. about literally yeah. anything. I'm like, oh great. Now yeah. I'm going to fucking cry. So I, I was also thinking like, okay, like, like on the men now, like obviously I'm not, you know, I probably have to go to therapy and start really talking about this yeah. moving forward. But I was just like, I've gotten a lot of stuff out. Like I've purged a lot of shit and, and realized a lot of stuff. And I think then, even just talking to your mom, like probably felt like really yeah. cathartic. Yeah. And, but then it's just more stuff like came out. That's how that shit goes. And then I fucking was just like going through it again. And then after that, and I was the whole time at my friend's house um because we're helping her like just pack up a bunch of shit and we're all there as a group mm-hmm. and so you're on the phone with your mom yeah it's like step out of the okay. apartment and like just be i was in the hallway type shit just talking oh, to her i'm sure the neighbors loved it yeah but um yeah that was that was like the last day i like really cried and but i also feel like my life like really changed that day because how so tell me more this is i'm like i'm on the edge of my seat well, I'm just a different person now. Like, I, it's, it sounds so generic. No, like, th- shit can happen in, like, the type of way where, like, it could be the smallest, most, like, it could seem very insignificant, but it really alters the way that you feel and the way that you, like, perceive things. And, like, it just helps you kind of put things into perspective a bit more. And, like, yeah, like, it just, that sounds like I've been, done that shit before or felt that before where I'm, like, wow, like, I feel so different. Mm. Like, maybe I might appear the same, but I feel different, and I see things differently. Yeah. You know, for sure. Um, I just I, I just realized, like, you know... But also, this this is feel, this felt like... I felt this coming for a while. Yeah. Um, I felt like around about... Like, this year, once I went home for, that, like, a couple of weeks and then came back... I was kind of like, or just already kind of like, okay, like I really know, I'm starting to realize what's important in life. And like, because this is the first time you've been to Australia, and I, or the first time you had been there in like three years, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, like properly to, to see family, yeah. you know, and like the first time I, I went back was 
visa shit and you know i just couldn't i, I was in a bad headspace and it, i didn't really get to like spend time with my family so when i went back this start of this year it was really good but it was too short because i didn't get to see everybody for enough time and have like real good like bonding time it never feels like enough time when you're visiting yeah. it literally never feels like enough time you get to see every family member like once and then you don't and then you have to see your friends and yeah then it's just like well, you don't have to see your friends. I, I think I lectured you about that once. Before you did, you yeah. Like, I was I, like, fuck your friends. Nah. Not fuck your friends, but like see your family. That's what's no, going to... No, for real though. Because, yeah, yeah it, I kind of... I stressed. I was stressed too thin when I went. And then I and then when I got back, I was really sad because I, I was like, damn, I couldn't really spend that much time with my mom. And... Um, but anyway, like... Prior to that moment two weeks ago, like I just kind of felt like I was going through a lot of like spiritual spiritual changes. Oh no, this is where he tells us he's Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no, I just felt I just was like, yo, like I just want more for myself in life, and yeah. and like you know, my family's really important, and I'm starting to realize that like you know, like my own goals and aspirations aren't as important as like a lot of other things, you know. And yeah. I was in a very selfish headspace prior to that, where I only cared about what I wanted to do. And like probably like feeling good in the moment, yeah. like that instant gratification, yeah. not seeing like long term. Nah. No, but like also like you turned twenty eight last year. Twenty seven. Twenty seven last year, so you're turning twenty eight this year. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is yeah around the time that I f- had like a similar experience of like, wait, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. why is this shit's not important? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, this is important. Then I like felt bad. I felt like ashamed. I felt guilty. And then like I got over that. Yeah. But, like it. Like, I feel like that's kind of around the age that most people, like, their brain does have that little bit of a shift of, like, what are my real priorities and goals and what's important to me? And, like, what am I going to, like, look back on and be like, I'm glad I did that versus, like, why the fuck was I doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely have realized all those things and even just, like, like... Again, like as I said, wanting more out of life is not not really like wanting more success or material things. It's just like, you know, health and and well being and and like, you know, taking care of like my mind more and my body. Like, you know, um, trying to sleep better, eating better. Like, but because uh, all of those things also, I feel like tie into just like generally like mentally feeling yeah, good. Yeah, like when sure. you're eating well and like you're working out. Like I feel like it's like everyone knows it, but like it it makes such a fucking big difference in like your energy and like the way you feel, yeah. which like affects everything. Yeah. And I, and I also, um, the main thing that I, you know, re- realized from it is two things. One is like, cause I've been seeing like psychologists since I was like a kid, not a kid, but like, you know, when I was a teenager, I've been to therapy like a bunch of times and I kind of felt like I was almost like, I didn't need to go back. When was the last time you were in therapy? Like I was twenty three or two so when you were here i was in australia okay so i realized that like you know there's still a lot of shit to unpack um but that's cool because i can work towards that but the second thing i learned that is just i feel like i used to always think that you know i used to kind of live my life thinking that nothing was it wasn't that deep Mm -hmm. like this shit's not deep you know this is when i hear people say shit like oh this shit's like a video game you know, life is kind of like a game and you can do whatever you want. And I was just kind of like, I don't really believe that, but I kind of acted in that way. Like, you know, I was just living life really fast. And I realized that everything is actually like way deeper than it seems. Like everything really is, it is that deep. And especially like, 
And, you know, it's like, how can it not be that deep if, like, the things I'm seeing, like, in my dreams are, like, that vivid and it's, like, people, like, communicating with me and it's just, like, things, like, are really deep and I don't even understand it all yet, but it's just, like, I just kind of been, like, yo, I've... That day felt like I went through a fucking, like, trip. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, transformative. Yeah, it was, like, a completely cathartic, like, you know, like, pivoting moment and I don't know. And the what made it more deep was that I've been feeling it coming for a while. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I just... And that was two weeks ago. So, like, since then, like, how are you feeling now? I feel great. Yeah. I feel really good. Um, yeah. I've, like, start. I, I've been, like, journaling every day since then. And It's so... It sounds so silly to do, but the act of writing down, mm-hmm. like, any... It doesn't even have to be anything specific. You're just writing shit down that, like, you're thinking or feeling. And then... Because I've been doing that lately, like, just in my notes app. And you can ask for the vape. <laughs> He literally just like reached out his little paw. Uh, but no, like I'll write shit down on my phone and then I like look back yeah. and I'm like, damn, I really was not feeling great. Yeah, yeah. And like I minimize it so much. But like looking back at it, I'm like, I'm glad that I'm like kind of like documenting this because I think it's also like good to like look back and like reflect mm-hmm. on and it can help with like, you know, if I'm feeling like overwhelmed or exhausted, like I've been feeling really overwhelmed like the last 10 days. And then I was like looking through my notes up. I was like, Oh, I've kind of been going through it. Like, and feeling a lot of shit like recently. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's really, um, I never used to do it. You know, I'm, you would always tell me and other people would tell me like, yo, you should need a journal. You need to write. And I'm like, I've never done that in my life. Like, why would I write down like things? And I feel like you just got to get to a point where you feel like it's necessary, you know, like, because I never was into writing. I never looked at writing as a tool that like I needed for anything. Do you like physically write with like a pen and a paper? Or, like- yeah, I, um, I've been doing it on my notes app. Same. Just yeah. because like it's convenient. I ran out of space in my, my notebook. Um, oh shit, How, you start, journaled, started journaling two weeks ago and you already ran out of nah, space? Oh, nah, I was like, I ha- like Aiden, I'm concerned. <laughs> I had a notebook um, from a couple years ago that's just been filled over a couple years with like, uh, I used to write down a lot of like... Um, you know, like a shot list for jobs and just use that to kind of like draw things out and just like any other, you know, regular bullshit. So I've been doing it on my notes app uh, with the intention that I want to rewrite on paper. But even even the process of- I love that you want to rewrite it on paper. Because I feel like the process of actually physically handwriting it is better. But even the notes app, you having to type out the words and think about what you're saying is, is still enough to, you know- put it out and it's like a meditative experience and it just kind of feels like you're i've been thinking a lot about like validating your own emotions mm-hmm. recently because i've never been one to like want external validation but i realize like in a lot of ways i feel like my feelings are being invalidated like whether it's intentional or not by like people around me right which i know for the most part i don't think it's like done maliciously i just think it's also like if you have the type of personality like for you, for example, it's not that deep. I feel like I've heard you say that a million fucking mm, times. Yeah. So then people will perceive you as someone who like, oh, he's not going to like internalize this. It's not that deep to him. Like, yeah. he's just chill, easygoing guy. And I think it's really important to like take the time to validate your own emotions. And I think the act of writing it out is a really helpful tool for like kind of, I don't know, it feels more cemented yeah, like sure. than just having it, you know, fucking floating around in your head. Absolutely. Because I've always been in my head a lot, like, just, you know, like, 
not talking to myself, but you know, like just like I talk to myself all the fucking yeah, like I, I would say I talk to myself. I definitely have like a you know sometimes I have like daily meetings in my head, and I'm just like okay, like <laughs> everyone. I just together. like that's how I get through. Like you know, if I'm worried about something or if I feel like I can, um, I'm really good at like understanding why I feel how I feel, like because I've done a lot of therapy in the past and I understand like my own like triggers and like what causes me to feel anxiety and stuff like that. But I've never, yeah, the process of writing it out is new to me. So I'm enjoying that. And I feel like, um, that like is one of the reasons why before I probably seemed like I was just kind of in another world and not really like paying attention because I would just be in my head like fucking, Oh no, I knew you were in your just head. like mentally like, you know, I feel like if you have one, if if anyone's ever had one real conversation with you, they're like, you can gather if they're emotionally intelligent at all that you're yeah. in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How do you feel about like boundary setting? Like, do you feel like you're able to like set boundaries and like communicate that to people around you? Um, I'm pretty, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty bad at boundary setting. Um, and that was, you know, one of the things I was talking about with Jamia too. Because Jamia said the same thing you said when, um, he was like 27, 28. He had the same experience that you also just described. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is to do with like you not setting boundaries with yourself and with others and kind of doing just too much. And like, like going with the flow. Going with the flow yeah. and just allowing yourself to just like get caught up in other people's lives and you, and you kind of have to, you have that realization that it's just like, what, like who am I, you know? And I think also like, kind of what I correlate the, you know, getting caught up with like other people's shit. It's very much like a form of like avoidance. Like you're, you're very much just avoiding whatever it is that you're actually feeling. And it feels easier to solve someone else's shit or like focus on someone else's shit versus like actually taking the time to like reflect on yourself and like bettering yourself. Yeah. Cause it's like, well, that's not my pro- actual problem. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. And, but the tough thing is for me that it's, it's hard to, have those conversations with people like you know mostly like friends because it's just like I, I've always been like I don't want to I don't want people to be mad at me and I don't want to yeah. you know I'm, I'm, I was always that guy that was just like oh like are they mad at me you don't like, want to hurt anyone's feelings I don't want hurt anyone's feelings yeah. I don't want them to think that I'm like you know not like a good you know not 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 that I'm not a good person but that I don't care about them and stuff like 100%. that 100% but sometimes it's just like you know like like I was talking to a friend earlier and he was like, yeah, where have you, where have you been at? And I'm just like, I don't know. I've just, I've still been here. I've not been avoidant, but yeah. like, I've been, you know, like working and then spending a lot of time on with, with myself, just kind of like doing things I need to do. And it's not like, I'm not trying to see anybody cause I'm still, you know, I'm always hanging out with Todd and I'm always hanging out yeah. with like other people, but it's just like, sometimes your, um, your lives aren't like, aligning directly with somebody else and it's not because you don't like value them as a friend it's just because like you need to deal with your own shit and it it gets hard when they're dealing with their own shit too and you feel like you can't be there for them yeah especially for someone like you who like really does care about like yeah yeah not wanting to make anyone upset like oh i want to be there for that person but like if you don't have the capacity you're not even going to actually be able to help them in a real way because you're not feeling like strong enough or not strong enough, but like you're just not in a good headspace or like Mm. you don't have the bandwidth, you know? And I've been like that since I was a kid. I was always like that with other people. I would, 
I would try and help them because I would be like, oh, they're they're not happy or something happens to them. And it's just like, I have to take on like, not that I have to, but you, I would subconsciously take it on, take yeah, it on so yeah. they wouldn't. And then in return, it's just like, I'm not helping them at all. And I'm not helping myself at all. So realistically, like no one is benefiting from this. You know what I mean? And I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm like, I'm older than you. So I will let, give you a heads up. You never, because I have a similar feeling of like, I want to make sure everyone around me is happy. Not in like a people pleasing way, just yeah. like in a caretaking way. Like course, yeah. if I'm able to, why wouldn't I type shit? But right. then I literally like probably like two, three days ago had to have a conversation with a friend basically being like, Hey, like I'm not like able to be able to consider all of these other people shit right now because I need to like take care of myself. And like, I just simply, so it's like a never ending cycle. It'll never stop happening. Yeah. And it's like a constant, like fucking, you're always navigating it. And then you forget, like the second you get like comfortable and you're like, Oh, I'm good. And then you neglect it again. And then you find yourself feeling like, Oh shit. Like, wait, I'm, why am I like, not why, but like, I should not be stretching myself this thin because it's affecting me. And now I'm not even able to help people, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's, but, it's tough. I just feel like, um, in general, like everybody wants to just, you know, do what they can for others, but not everybody. Yeah. No, that's very true. <laughs> not everybody. I just feel like sometimes it's just like, you know, having emotional intelligence is exhausting. You do have to kind of like deal with whatever repercussions, repercussions happen. Um, but it's like a lot of people will kind of be like, well, I'm going through, I'm doing, I'm dealing with this. So if, if you're not like there for me like you know in the way that they want you to be is like they'll be like oh you're just like a shit friend or whatever but i think that's where like communicating is like helpful which i feel like is not your favorite thing but it's my fucking favorite thing the whole goddamn world i love to communicate but not everyone likes it but i i feel like at the very least like your conscious can feel like cleared knowing that you express it to someone and even if they weren't able to receive it in that moment or like fully comprehend it because, yeah, when someone is upset or needs something from you and if you say something like, hey, like, I just don't have the capacity right now to do X, Y, and Z. Like, it's not because I don't care. I just, I simply cannot. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is like you're setting a boundary of like, hey, I need to prioritize my emotional needs right now. Right. Um, and like, yeah, it's not always received well, but the just the simple fact of like letting that person know, I think is better than not saying anything at all for sure because then you'll feel no, guilty you're right. you're you know right. yeah i feel like not saying anything like leaves people on it's just like i need to get better at having those conversations because yeah i actually like i was had this like happen kind of this morning where i was just like this morning not this, Sorry, no it, was, like, it wasn't this shit. it wasn't this morning it was just like um my bad it was a couple weeks ago but it, it's like yeah like i have a hard time saying what i need to say in the moment um, and I'm just talking about like with friendships, like, yeah, it's just, but you know, I think also, especially like in New York, because so many people are away from their families, you rely on your friends in a different way and it, and it, and that, and then everyone is so different. So navigating that has also for me been like, like a learning fucking experience because it's yeah. not always easy. And some people are really receptive, some people like, you know, might react strongly, but like, maybe that's just their initial and like understanding the people around you who are like kind of your support system, I think is really fucking important. And like, 
also like exhausting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, no, it's I had the same experience here. Like you, you meet friends and they become like, you become so close with them. Like the friends I have here, like I feel like I know more about them and have more in common with them than I do with people that I've grown up with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's probably because of the it's just like a thing about new york yeah like people are away from their families or away from their like support systems or their environment that they grew up in it's very different you're interacting with so many fucking different people and like i can't like every person i know i'm like i feel like they handle things in a much fucking different way so it's like being conscious of that and especially again like if you are the type of person who wants to like make everyone feel cared for it's very draining, but like no one is even putting that burden on you. Like you're, yeah, they're not. it's like a self-imposed burden, but like you're, that's the standard that you hold yourself to. And then it's also like, I don't want to hold myself to a lower standard that feels like I'm regressing, but it's like, it's, it's less about, I think like holding yourself to a standard and more about just gauging where you're at and what your capacity is. And then making sure that people around you know that. Yeah. which is hard and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I literally two nights ago, like me and my friend, you could guess, <laughs> shout out, shout out to you. Love you. Uh, uh, we were like screaming, crying and then it, but it was a really productive conversation. Like oh. afterwards we're like, damn, like I'm actually so glad that like, I'm able to speak so openly and like freely with you. And like, we're just understanding each other better now, which is only strengthening our relationship and like our ability to like be there for each other through having these like difficult conversations that like, yeah, it never feels like that, that looming feeling of like, I need to talk to this person is the fucking worst feeling of the whole world. Yeah. It's, it's bad. It's, but those aren't the, I do like the, those uncomfortable moments and those uncomfortable things that you know you have to deal with. It's like, there's a, it, it feels good. Like knowing that is for the best. So there's it's a lot like of growth. Yeah, yeah. Like everything that is uncomfortable comes with growth everything that you're scared of comes with, you know, overcoming that. And that's why I say I love suffering. I don't actually love suffering, but I, sometimes I'm like, you have to suffer a little bit and suffer feels like a dramatic word, but But I mean, no, suffering is good when it's necessary, but some people I feel like just like to suffer all the time with things that doesn't. Yeah. Unnecessary, unnecessary suffering. And I think that's just that I was doing like the last kind of few years. I was just like, kind of just, suffering but it wasn't like me dealing with anything or trying to better my life it was just like uh i'm suffering by allowing myself to never get out of this like cycle of just fucking yeah being broke all the time and like listen it's doing shit like that and shit to live in new york and it's like it feels really uh discouraging when you're like damn i'm like working so hard and like trying to like yeah for sure put myself in a better financial position but there's always fucking something and then it like fucks you up and then you're like oh my god like not again yeah and yeah it definitely fucks you up a little bit but i try to think like okay like i chose to come here like you know what i mean it's just like i have to deal with that shit and i have to overcome that myself and it's like you know yeah and i think that's also why it's like not to say that like you should be constantly like asking people around you for like help. I think especially when it comes to like finances, like it's awkward, it's weird, but knowing that you have people around you where if you needed and like reminding yourself, like if I really was in a place of need, I would not be, you know, on the streets mm-hmm. type shit. Yeah. And like, and that, and, and that realization is like, okay, like 
I'm just fucking blessed because yeah. I, I do have those resources and I do have that like that um, community behind me and a lot of people don't have that shit and it's 100%. just like if they don't they don't get through it then they're, they're literally a, they're done for and it's just like since I have that those resources like I can't you know I can't just like live like this is like some easy shit and like I can't just go through it like it's nothing like you know what I mean and that's one of the things that I like try to like you know for the whole journaling thing even though in a notes app it does not feel like journaling it just feels like I'm writing shit on my yeah. notes app but I'll try to like periodically like twice a month write down things that I feel really grateful for and I feel like that's also nice to reflect on if you're in a bad headspace because like you, it reminds you not that you fucking forgot but like I think when you're like feeling upset or hurt or like misunderstood, isolated, it's nice to like have something to look at and be like, oh shit, like, wait, I do have this. And it's probably not going to make you feel like a hundred percent better, but it's that little silver lining glimmer of hope, the mom positivity, but like for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you feel like people around you like are able to like understand you? Like, do you feel like your character or your identity is like understood by others or do you feel like you're misidentified? Yeah, I don't feel like I'm misidentified a lot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, can you think of anything like specific, like a characterization that someone's had of you where you're like, that's not even fucking close to being accurate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot that I've clocked over the years, <laughs> but I can't even remember all the, but I mean, people all the time would be like, Oh, Aiden, you know, like, is rude because he doesn't... Rude? Yeah, like... Who thinks you're rude? People that I just meet... You're so polite. Yeah, but you gotta understand, also, like, I'm not really, like, um... I'm kind of, like, really shy when it comes to, like, meeting people and, like, just being around new people and, like, I won't talk and people will think that, like, I either don't want to be there, um, which isn't the case, or they think that I don't want to talk to them specifically... And like that, I often get that a lot where everyone's just like, oh, like I'll have a conversation with somebody eventually. And they're just like, yo, like I felt like for the first few times that I was around you, like you just hated everybody there. And I was like, nah, like why? You know, obviously that's them having their own assumptions, but they're yeah. just like, oh, you know, like you just don't smile, you don't say anything, you know, you kind of like look sad. And I'm just like, I can't really help that I look sad. It's just my face. It is. You, so your face, I feel like your resting face is sad. My resting face looks angry. Right. So everyone always thinks I'm fucking angry, which right. is equally annoying. Because I like, never thought that you looked angry, though. Like resting. But I, that's the thing. I, I like to make fun of Aiden and tell him he looks sad. But that's because <laughs> I actually don't think he's sad. If I thought you were yeah, actually yeah, yeah, sad, yeah. I wouldn't be like, haha, you look sad. That would be mean. Yeah, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is funny to say to you sometimes. But um, I appreciate you saying that you didn't think I was angry. Because I feel like a lot of people, like recently... When I met one of my friends, like someone, some guy that they were dating and he was like, oh, like, why is your friend like giving me a dirty look? Mm. And I was like, dude, I definitely was not. I don't know you or care about you to have an opinion about you. Like maybe the sun was in my eyes and I was like squinting, but like people take shit very personally. And I'm, I'm not saying that I've never done it, but it, it's something that I really try to be like aware of is like, okay, this person is behaving in this way and it's making me feel bad in whatever way is it actually like directed at me or am i just taking shit personally for no reason it has literally nothing to do with me and i feel like nine out of ten times it really has nothing to fucking do with you so if people see you and think you look sad i think it's more so like a reflection of them possibly feeling 
insecure or maybe they felt uncomfortable in that environment and they were like, oh, he, and this guy's here and he's not even fucking talking to me. And like, mm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. to make themselves feel better, like, oh, he's just like sad. Like, yeah. but maybe they just want to be friends with you and they want to talk to you. And they want yeah. your attention. Yeah. I'm trying to think though, like, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, uh, one of my friends the other day said that they didn't, they said like, they were talking about meeting people and like, you know, when you meet them or have a com- one conversation with them, it's kind of like, you know, everything about them. Yeah. You know who they are, but it's like, and I'm, and I'm not saying like, I'm the opposite of that because you know, some people, you know, as you said, like, no, I knew you for like six months before I feel like I knew anything about you. Oh, uh, word. Okay. Yeah. No, like okay. I, I feel like you were the type of person I was like, oh, this guy's, he's nice. He's like respectful, but I couldn't actually like gauge right like what your personality type was until i like like literally probably after knowing you for like yeah like half a year i like had a conversation with you and i was like oh interesting so it's not that he doesn't want to talk to people i just think that number one you're a little shy yeah which is fucking fine but like also you only talk when you have something to say like, so if you have, if you're not interested in the conversation, you're not really going to participate. Yeah. I mean, it's not that I'm not interested. It's that I, sometimes I struggle to, to like jump in a conversation, you know, or like engage in a conversation because I just don't really know. Like, I don't know. It's just like a, it's again, it's like a, it's like a shy thing. It's just like, yeah. And I feel like it's also like, um, now I'm just going to make assumptions about you, like right. analyzing things and like maybe like reading too much into things and being like, Ooh, maybe if I say this, like they're going to take it the wrong way, or maybe this isn't as interesting as I think it is. Right. But, um, that's why you have to tell yourself every day that you're so smart and so interesting. <laughs> well, well, yeah. But when people like do know me, like, you know, like, you know me now and, yeah. and you know, like everyone, I've known everyone for a while now. So it's like, when you do know me, like I talk a lot. Like he's I, a chatty fellow. I'm we've, very chatty. Like we've very, had like several hour long phone conversations. Aiden is a chatty man. Yeah. And like I, once I feel comfortable around people, I'm very like, like just like, you know. You're man. very transparent. Yeah. 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 Like I'm, I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. Yeah. Like, um, I, I kind of wish that I could be like that like all the time. Oh yeah. We've talked about that before about wishing yeah. that we could just like keep shit in our brain and not tell people. Cause then like people will <sighs> weaponize the most innocent thing that you've said. And it's like, but I just want to be able to be myself. That's that's, a, that's some shit that people fucking do here all the time. People definitely like weaponize things that you say. And it's just like, bro, like, are you, are you okay? Like mentally? They're not like, they're not okay. Are you that fucking like bored that you have So that's to- the other thing. It's like, people want to like distract themselves from whatever they're going through. And it's much easier to, like shift that onto someone around them and whatever, talk shit, make assumptions, say negative things. But it's like, I never struggled with that until moving to New York. The Never. 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 And then I moved here and then I realized I'm like, okay. And I'm not saying that there's like a right way or a wrong way, but I like very much like this happened very recently. And I felt like it was transformative. Like the simple realization of, just because everyone around me is telling me be careful who you say shit to whatever it doesn't feel good to me it feels disingenuous it feels like i'm betraying myself yeah and i'm trying to conduct myself or assimilate myself to be more palatable or be able to adapt easier but i'm like 
I realized even just doing that was like fucking with my head a little bit. And I was like, I'm just going to stop doing it because if someone wants to say something negative about me, it doesn't matter what the fuck I say. They're going to, they're going to, it's not going to change anything. So I would rather say what I want to say, say how I feel, whatever the fuck. And whatever people choose to do with that is not my responsibility. Yeah. Because I know my intentions and I feel like knowing your intentions is kind of the most important thing. So if I'm, if my intention is to be like hurtful and then it's taken that way, then yeah, that makes sense. But if my intention is nothing negative or malicious and it's taken that way, like I can't control how people feel. Yeah. And I struggle with that because I used to always be like, you know, we've had conversations about it and I'm like, man, why can't people like see that? Like I know my intentions are good, but people can't see that. And it's like, they turn into something else. Um, but there's people out here that really just like have bad intentions, but disguise it as good intentions. They're a and, lot better at faking it. Everyone's yeah. like, this person is like such a good person. And I'm just like, bro, like, nah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I'm, so I'm at a point now where it's just like, bro, like, yeah, you know what you were saying. It's like, I know my own intentions. I don't have to like demonstrate that to people who aren't close to me. Right. Because they, that's it, not it their right. It. It's, it's, yeah. Like they don't, it's, you don't, they don't need to know it's not for them. That's and also, kind of like, like an earned privilege to have yeah. someone be vulnerable in that way to like express those things. And like, if you're not close, like you, you don't owe that person anything. Yeah. And look, like the people around you that care about you, see who you are from a day. you know what I mean? They're, and they're like, well, you know, I see you every day. Yeah. Like I've, I see you like when you're happy, I see you when you're sad. I know when you're sad. I know when you're happy. I know when you're angry. It's just like, you know what I mean? And, uh, Every, yeah. It is. No, it's hard. And I think even the, the realization I had that really like kind of had me distraught was feeling like people close to me were misunderstanding me. And yeah. that is the worst fucking for me personally. Yeah. That's the worst feeling because I'm like, that's why I've always kept a very, uh, even though I know a lot of people when I'm friendly with a lot of people, like my group is like very small. Yeah. It's probably like a handful of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. For that reason. Because it's just like, you could think that you're friends with somebody or close to somebody that you've not known for that long, or even that you have known for that long. But realistically, like, if you don't have, if you don't feel comfortable enough around them to like, you, I, it's hard to describe, but you know what it is. It's it needs like, to feel safe. Like, it yeah. needs to feel like a safe environment for you to like be open in that way. Yeah. Like, there's people I've known my whole life that it's just like, I know everything about them, but I still don't feel that when I'm with them, like I feel fully comfortable around them. You know what I mean? Even though they know me, like, I couldn't tell them, like, really personal shit because it's just, like, we don't have that relationship, you know? But that's the thing. Like, rev- like relationships can evolve, though. Mm-hmm. And, like, they can change. And it's really all just comes back to, like, being able to, like, communicate that, which not to, like, make it minimize it or make it seem, like, super easy because it's fucking hard. But I really feel like it's worth the effort and like maybe a little bit of crying and yelling, uh, in order to like really allow someone to know you if they are someone who's close to you or someone that you respect. I think that's the other thing. Like if I respect someone, I will over explain anything that needs to be explained to help them understand. Yeah, Yeah. But like, if I don't respect you, not like I disrespect you, I just don't know you well enough to respect you in a real sincere way. And I'm like, I, can't give that to everyone because then i'm depleted Mm -hmm. you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't respect a lot of people so (laughs) 
And he's like, I'll name them. Who do you not respect? No, I'm just joking. That's for the Patreon. I'm gonna name them. But you'll see me like around a group of people, like especially if I just met them. And it's like, I'm at the point now in my life where, you know, like I just won't strike conversations with like strangers because I don't, not that like I view everything as transactional, it's like, but I just don't like, I already know like who's important to me. And I'm still open to meeting new people. Like yeah. that's a never ending thing. Like I'm not going to be like, no, like I, I don't want to meet anybody. Like someone you know, starts talking to you, slap him in the mouth. Yeah. Like, nah, I don't want any new friends. It's not that. It's just that like, you know, when you're around a group of new people and, um, you have like one good friend there that be around like other people you don't know, mm-hmm. especially if you go to like other cities or whatever. And they're just like, you know, like, Oh, so what do you do? And like, what's this? And I kind of like just have this thing where I just kind of give them like one word answers and just, because well, you don't want to have a dialogue and like, I'll politely engage in conversation, but it's just like, I'm mentally just like, I'm not really trying to like do this with you. Yeah. Like I'm not going to invest any of my time or energy yeah. into this conference. No, absolutely. I will purposefully really try not to say things about myself that I know will make it into a longer conversation. Like if someone's like, Oh, where are you from? I'll just be like Florida, just Florida, Mm -hmm. just Florida. There's nothing else. We don't need to talk about anything. You don't need to know that I lived here. You don't, you don't need to know anything because I don't want to fucking talk to you. I'll say the same thing. I'll say, you say you're from Florida. (laughs) Nah, but they'll be like from here and they'll be like, Oh, but then what part? And then I'm like, have you been there have you been there no like you don't even know where i'm from so like doesn't even matter you know what i mean i'll be like yeah i'm from perth and they'll be like oh yeah like you know i fucking i was in queensland for two weeks i'm like cool congratulations that's amazing i don't know anybody there like never been there in my life oh my god i've never gone there in my life (laughs) like but but i'm happy that you had that experience the second you tell someone you're arab they're like i went to insert random arab country here i'm like yeah yeah, yeah, that's like literally really fucking far yeah i went to i went to school with somebody I went to, <laughs> my uncle served in the army. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you ever think to say that? Have there not been enough tweet, like Twitter threads or memes to like make you stop? Like, what right. do we need to do to stop these people? But no, I think you're just preserving your energy in the least corny way possible. And I've, that always yeah. like used to sound so corny to yeah. me. I used to be like, fucking hell, like. People are like, yeah, I'm protecting my energy. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, what do you have going on in your life that you feel this way? (laughs) Like, little Gen Z children, I don't mean that in a slanderous way, but they kind of... Like, little Gen Z children. They're fully adults now. They, like, fucking took this, like, energy protection thing and, like, I've made it into the most toxic thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, how did you take something that was so pure and so good and healthy and make it into this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was I was talking to my friend this morning about, like, how some people that are, like, so, like, you know, I don't know what, like, uh, characteristic it is, but you know how some people are just, like... Woo-woo people? Just, like, very, like, oh, like, alignment, spirituality, and, like, you know, like, protecting my energy and peace and all that stuff. It's it all like, sounds nice. It, it all sounds, sounds nice sounds on the nice. surface, but a lot of it is just, like like i feel like i'm like generalizing like everybody this that is a does great that. place for generalizing my podcast is a great place to generalize people that's my favorite thing <laughs> but i feel like some of those a lot of those people like really just uh shit people like they're really shitty yeah. people and yeah. like they're toxic as fuck and in my experience you're not wrong they want to put up this like wall of being like i'm so in tune i'm such a good person because i do x y and z but then they'll do like fucked up shit to people yeah. or like say fucked up things and it's just like bro like this is, I feel like a, uh, 
It's manipulative. It's manipulative. And it's just like, I feel like you're not dealing with shit that you need to deal with. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to do the hard work. Maybe you're not there mentally. Which is, you know what? That's fine. fine. That's fine. But like, stay the fuck away from me. And <laughs> and stop telling me about your fucking energy. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to preserve my energy and I don't want to hear about your fucking yeah. energy. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. It's just like that. You don't need to say that shit. You know and I mean? like, I always know that it's bullshit because I will like say something in, in maybe in some way, like setting some type of boundary, not even like, a, but like I'll say something and just because it does not align with what they're presenting to me, they like lose their shit, like their brain malfunctions. And I'm like, where did all the fucking positivity go? Like, where did all this like peace shit go? Yeah. Just because I said one conflicting thing or well, one thing that made you that's uncomfortable. What people like don't understand. It's like people want to be like, uh, what's up? Oh, fuck. No, it's a spam call. People want to fucking very uh, American. People want to put like uh, all that like you know like peace and love and like why can't we all just get along and why can't we, bro? Like you're never going to be happy. You're not going to be happy every day. No, you're not going to be at peace every day. Like you're going to have really hard times. You're going to have good times, but it's like human nature is not going to allow us to just get along 100 percent of the time there is no such thing as like that like that's toxic positivity utopia of just like everything's good all the time. It's not. It can't be like, you know, like balance is everything and balance means that you're going to have good times, you're going to have bad times. You know what I mean? If it, if, if there's too much of one thing, it's just like, and I know everybody like knows that shit, but it's just like, it's you, important to like reiterate even to yourself, like reminding yeah. yourself, like, yeah, like everyone's always like, oh damn, like I'm having a lot of good luck recently. Like, you know, like why is it that one one when something really good happens is followed by something really bad or like you go from highs to lows and I'm just like because that literally is fucking like You're alive and breathing. Life. This is just life. That is like the flow of life. Like you go up and you can only go down yeah. and then you can only go up again mm-hmm. and then it's a constant up and down. You know everyone says like, Oh, this is my year or like this is a year that I'm I've never said that I'm doing this, or this is my last year being broke, or like this is my last year like you know, this is my, this is, I'm healing myself this year. It's like, that's good. And I feel like that, you know, like carries a lot of weight because you can improve your life a lot that way and like live better, but you're never going to be happy all the time. No. And I also think there's a difference between like being like happy and like feeling content. And I constantly try to feel, and I, I usually do feel very like content, even if I'm unhappy like some mad shit could be going wrong, but I'm like, I'm, I still feel a sense of sense of like contentment. Of yeah, like, for sure. Like, you know, knowing that like I'm privileged in a lot of ways and, you know, I have, you know, people around me who care about me and maybe right now I hate them all, but like, I'm not going to hate them in like a day, you know, and just having that, which I feel like is, can kind of like it's like a fine line between that and then like the toxic positivity thing because i'm like if things are going bad like it's okay to just like be like yeah shit's going bad right now and maybe i'm gonna say some really crazy shit like uh, i want to disappear but (laughs) but i know that it's fleeting like in my mind i'm very conscious of the fact that i'm like i'm feeling this right now this feeling will not last forever no feeling will last forever Mm mm-hmm not in like a depressing or cynical way, just mm-hmm. like in a factual way. Yeah, fact. And knowing that like, yeah, like it's, this is just I'm what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. And that's even the thing with like a lot of gratitude, like practicing gratitude. You have some people like, they'll be like, and I feel like it's like a very like boomer like mentality. 
where they'd be like, how could you possibly be like depressed? You know what I mean? Like if you woke up today and you know, you looked yourself in the mirror and all your limbs are intact and you're breathing and you live in like a first world country, like, you know, like how could you ever be like sad or like not motivated? And it's just like, mm-hmm. that's great. It's important to understand that and always reflect on that. Right. But that doesn't mean that like what you have going on isn't important. It doesn't right. mean that what you're feeling isn't valid. Like, I just feel like you need to identify like what you're feeling and like understand it and just let it pass. Like, don't bottle it up. Just be like, okay, I'm really sad. Like, I'm yeah. going to not distract myself. I'm going to still do what I have to do to get through the day. But I, as you said, I'm going to understand that this is going to pass and I have to let this pass. I have to feel it. You have to like validate yourself. You have yeah. to like be like, I am sad and that's fine. Like I'm it's justified. Like, hey, I'm I allowed feel like, to be sad. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like sometimes if I'm like really upset, like I feel like I've even called you before and been like, am I like out of pocket right now for being upset about this? Like, is it crazy? Because yeah. you know, sometimes people around you might not understand it. So if I'm like, wait, I, I feel this way, but like, am I wrong for feeling this way? But I think the idea of, am I wrong for feeling a certain way just in itself it's not useful it's not productive i also don't like when people will tell you like yeah like no you're tripping or you shouldn't be feeling this way because of xyz and it's like no like your body and your like emotions will tell you everything that you know if you leave like a situation or like you leave a certain setting and you're just like oh this person was like fucking like rude they did this they did this shit and someone's like oh no it's just who they are it's just like it's not personal it's just like no i felt that way yeah like i didn't they didn't make me feel that way. Right. I felt that way yes. because, you know, like, obviously, like, I saw some shit that I didn't agree with yes. or, like, regardless, like, they can't make me feel. It's not their fault, but it's, like, it reminds you that it's just, like, oh, like, that person is, you know, not important to me then or whatever. Yeah. And that's valid, you know. And I think that, like, the process of, like, you know, like recognizing like, Hey, like this is a person in my life, but maybe they're not a priority to me is also like genuinely like a really fucking help. Like Don Draper, did you ever watch Mad Men? I haven't seen it. Okay. He says this thing, this quote of like, when people show you who they are, you have to accept it. And it's very much that it's like, I don't hate you now because you've displayed this behavior or whatever this, uh, or you said some fucked up shit. However, you're now displaying to me who you are and i'm going to accept it and i'm going to move around you accordingly mm-hmm. i will still say hello like you know what I, like i could still say hi hello small yeah. talk but yeah. now that i've seen this yeah. and even if no one around me is able to see it i know that it's how i feel and i know that it's what i see and i just not fucking like invalidating yourself is so yeah. fucking important because yeah everyone's gonna have opinions and it's not to say that any opinion is more important than the other but it's like if you're not if you're not giving your feelings importance like no one fucking else will mm-hmm. like yeah. you you have to do that for yourself for real no one else will like you know it's also very freeing because it's like there's a lot of people that just don't really have any intuition or you know they'll they'll kind of just like go blindly into a lot of things or relationships or friendships and you know i don't know if it's like they're ignoring like their gut feelings intuitions but it's just like they'll be like oh well benefit of the doubt you know i'll go into this and i'll kind of give myself to this person and then you know shit happens and it's just like why did i do that 
There's so, so many like, factors though. That's the thing I'm yeah. like, there like you could be the smartest fucking person yeah. in every way and then like you know, you see one good thing in someone and like, for whatever reason, you're like clinging on to this good thing. And that's some shit that I do. And I'm like, why, why would I do this to myself? Yeah. I think, I think people, emotional intelligence is, is, uh, like, uh, it's a really important thing. And it not, I feel like 99% of people aren't born with just like instinct emotional intelligence because it has a lot to do with self-awareness and a yeah. lot of people lack self-awareness it's self-awareness and it's also like you have to actually work on it it's like it's like any other like you're not gonna know information about a topic unless you read about it yeah you know you're not gonna understand your own emotions and and why you feel why you why you feel what you feel unless you identify what's causing that and figure out or you know like learn about whether it's through therapy or whether it's through like whatever you got to do like actual practical ways of dealing with it that are like proven to help like scientifically yeah. even if it's like breath work or like meditation and stuff like that you know i feel like i've definitely told you to breathe before <laughs> yeah for sure. i love breath people work. always it I, helps so fuck and it sounds so stupid in the moment it's like mm-hmm. me breathing right now i'm already fucking breathing but like consciously mm-hmm. inhaling and feeling it fill your lungs and then exhaling god i want to smoke a cigarette but like <laughs> but like it really gives you a second e- whatever you're 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 getting more oxygen to your brain but also like i think it gives you like a moment to like collect yourself yeah also. yeah yeah. i used to get mad when people would tell me to do that because i would because even my mom would be like yo like you need to like meditate and i'd be like how is i going to fix the problem i have right like, the problem i have is not going to be fixed by meditating it it needs like physical action or whatever but it's like the process of doing that like will physically relieve a lot of stress because when you're stressed it's like obviously you know you don't realize that you're grinding your teeth. You don't realize that you're clenching your fists. You don't realize that you're fucking... Or like, that I'm destroying my that cuticles. You're, yeah, or that you're doing these like little things that are like in response to it. Mm-hmm. And do, like taking a moment and like breathing, collecting yourself, clearing your mind will take you out of that. And then through that, you can form better um, decisions, you know? Yeah. You can That's- form better actions that are more like consciously driven instead of just like i'm angry in the moment so i need to call this person and fucking say this you know yeah like not just not allowing yourself to be that impulsive because at the end of the day i'm like trust me i want to do that so much but i'm like more like you're a grown adult human being and also i think something that i like to keep in mind in those moments of pure rage is will this be productive right like, will this actually be conducive to something good mm-hmm. or like just even like any type of positive outcome or am I just berating someone? Right. And quite frankly, sometimes maybe I just want to berate someone, but, and I, you and I had this, a little, we had a little, uh, a thing, uh, earlier this year where I called Aiden or no, Aiden called me back after like, he was like, uh. I don't even know. Like he was busy or something and I yelled at you Yeah. and I was just like, no, I'm upset. I'm mad. But you know what? You fucking took that shit really well, genuinely. And I'm like, that to me made me feel like, damn, I have more respect for Aiden now because you were able to like identify because you are an emotionally intelligent person. And that's one of the things that I learned about you like early on, which is why like, I don't have a lot of friends who are guys, but I'm like, right. no, I fuck with Aiden. Cause like you really do stop and like think and are willing to like, adjust or like consider like you know what maybe the way i handled this wasn't the best way or whatever but 
you were very like understanding and I don't like yell very often at my friends, but yeah. like, I was like, no, I'm mad because where the fuck have you been? And like, right. why aren't you like uh, responding to me and da, 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 da. And I also, that's the thing I'm like, in that moment, I was like, damn, I also care about Aiden as a person. And like, right. you know, when you realize that like, fuck, I care about this person. Like, when did yeah, that happen? Mad, yeah. And now I'm mad. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's you, it's, it's okay to sometimes obviously be angry within reason, as long as you're not being disrespectful, attacking someone's character. But it's also like, it has to be people who can receive it. Yeah, of course. And like know you and are able to like look at the big picture and not just base your entire character off this one isolated incident and like be able to see like, oh, this person is upset because of this and it's coming out in this way, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, a lot of people also will like want to like say... They want to be like, nah, you're saying this, I got to say this, and yeah. yada, yada, yada. And I feel like I've been I've been there a lot of times in the past, which is why, like, I've never really been that type of guy, but, like, now more than, I've still dealt with that, and I've still, you know, like, gotten caught up in, like, arguments like that, and that's why now more than ever, I'm like, okay, like, if, you, if you're saying something that is on your mind, and you're feeling this way, I'm going to listen to what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm not going to talk over you or be like nah you're wrong or you know what i mean i'm not gonna validate you because it's like you still need to get that out and then after you've gotten that out it's just like okay how do we yeah what like let's collectively you know how do we get over this like how do we fix it and aiden went into overdrive yeah (laughs) literally you went into overdrive like i'm gonna call you every fucking day i'm like no no you don't need to do that just you know don't disappear for a period of time yeah yeah yeah. because then i'm sad but like you literally were like nope i'm gonna fucking really i'm gonna overcorrect this we're best friends now i'm like no no we don't need to talk every day that's fine fine. um but no like but i appreciate like that to me i was like oh i appreciate that because I can see that you care enough to put in effort. Mm. And that's the other thing. It's like everyone isn't going to always like handle things in the most perfect fucking possible way as much as we would love to. But I think being able to like have enough empathy or like understanding or like just bigger picture kind of mentality of like, okay, they're making an effort to remedy this or they're making an effort to like have like a real like friendship or whatever the fuck it is like allowing people to like fuck up or like you allowing me to like be upset and then being and not being like oh well if fuck this bitch like she yelled at me and yeah. i hate because you could a hundred percent easily do that and people would be like yeah fuck yeah fuck that bitch but <laughs> it's like making that choice of like am i gonna let this one incident dictate this entire person for me yeah and like i don't know using your brain yeah have yeah, people yeah. heard of brain usage i went through this i went through a similar thing with todd like last week actually shout out to funny. todd shout out to todd um he was like mad at me for some shit and i was gonna be like my f- <laughs> i would because like you know i guess that ties in with like uh like your intention your actions being better than your intentions yeah but i was gonna kind of be like oh you know my bad like uh, you know we were supposed to meet up and work on something that was you know important to do and uh I just kind of forgot about it and then he was pissed because I it does seem like I just bailed on it. Yeah. And I was wanted to be like, nah, like I've just been really stretched thin recently. I've had so much going on, but I was just like, that's not even important. Like I I kind of said to him, I was like, listen, like I'm gonna work on this like thing right now myself and I'm gonna send it to you and then you let me know when you wanna meet up and then we'll go from there. And then he was like, All right, bet. 
Now, if I didn't do what I was going to say, it would have just made everything worse. And then, but don't you think that those two things could exist like mutually in that you're like, okay, like I'm going to do this work now, but then also like the vaping is getting to me, but then also like telling him like, Hey, it's not because I don't care. I've actually, I've just been feeling really spread thin and I, it's not that it's not important to me. I just, you know, I'm in a weird place right now because I think that's also like an important supplemental thing. Cause it's not you making an excuse. I think it's more so like explaining to someone, you know, I did this thing that might seem negligent, but it's not because I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's just because I'm feeling, you know, X, Y, and Z. Maybe I just didn't want, I don't know. I didn't want to do that. I definitely apologize and just was like, you know, I've just like learned like in the most recent years that I'm just going to not try and make excuses, even though my intentions were pure. Yeah. Like I'm just going to be like, yo, I take full responsibility, like, but I'm going to proactively show you or proactively deal with the situation instead of just talking about it. Because in the past, like I used to always be like, nah, but like, you can't be mad at me because, (laughs) you know, like this is my intentions and I'm a good person. Imagine that was stand up sense. No, you can't be mad at me, period. Yeah. Like I used to have that mentality and I feel like it's kind of a childish mentality. Yeah. Like to an extent, but I, that's how I used to feel. I used to be like, well, you know, my intentions were this. And then people would just tell me like, you know, it doesn't matter like what your intentions were. Cause at the end of the day, like actions, everything. So if your intentions are good, like everybody, most of the people have good intentions. He did air quotes. Yeah, most people have good intentions. There's some really bad people out there. But um, most people have good intentions, but it's kind of like meaningless if you don't like actually do them. You know but that's I mean? where the communication comes in. Because I'm telling you, it's not an excuse making. It's like if someone is important to you and you don't want to make... The, but I'm, I'm speaking for myself. Like if you were supposed to come over today and you completely forgot and yeah. you just said like, I'm really sorry, I'm coming over right now. Sure, that would be great. But if you were like... Hey, I'm so sorry. I forgot, but like, you know, it's not an excuse, but I've just been like feeling really overwhelmed or whatever. Like yeah. that to me, I feel like would make it more meaningful mm-hmm. and like make me feel like I understand where you're at versus like, oh, he just forgot, but now he's doing it. But it's like he forgot because of X, Y, and Z. But then also sometimes you don't want to say that because you're not ready yeah, to, yeah. to say that out loud. And like, cause then that's like a whole new conversation of like, what's going on with you? You know, like, why are you yeah, feeling spread thin? And like, like, maybe you don't want to talk about that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I also feel like sometimes like, it'll just be like, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you just like, I don't know, like, yeah, like, I, I'm not feeling good today, and I don't want yeah. to do this, but then it's like, okay, like, you don't have to, sometimes you just have to wake up and just get through it, you know, and that, yeah. and you will feel better at the end of it, because you're getting things done, and it's like, these are things that you wanted to do, and by setting those, like, I don't even want to say, like, setting those goals, but by having tasks and completing them, yeah, those, like, little kind of, like, victories i guess overall help your mood and i'm just like okay am i gonna sit here and just kind of sit on the couch and fucking smoke my vape all day (laughs) that's why i literally have been keeping my vape as far away from me as possible except for right now but like i i will only limit it to like certain periods of the day because i'm like if it's right in front of me i will just sit on my couch and hit my vape and scroll mindlessly on my phone yeah i'll do the same thing a lot of times when i'm feeling down like I won't even do the thing where like some people would be like, I'm going to be in bed. I'm going to watch TV or like, I'm going to go 
do you know what i mean like i'll sometimes just sit there yeah like mindlessly for yeah. like hours not I'll be on my phone but not looking at anything i'll you know not be doing anything and it's like sometimes you got to do that yeah but other times it's just like okay like if this is gonna make the rest of my week harder yeah. then i just need to fucking like get through today that's literally what getting old and growing up is all about is like realizing like if i neglect these things right now if i shirk my responsibilities if i don't complete these tasks i'm actually going to be really fucking mad probably in the next three days because then i'm going to be super overwhelmed and then i'm already not feeling great right now so that's not really going to help so it's it's also like uh i think because yeah, you you feel better when you're being even like I know a lot of my anxiety comes from like having to do shit and then just putting it off. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of my yeah, anxiety same. is not a hundred percent, but like a big chunk of my anxiety well, is from fucking me doing that. And it's like I'm always gonna get it done. But, like, what am I doing to myself throughout that process of, yeah. like, procrastinating? It's a compounding effect. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it, it's, um, it really sucks because, you know, I know a lot of people that can get caught in these downward spirals. Yeah. Where it's, like, they don't want to do things because of their anxiety and the depression. And that in itself is really hard to deal with. Of course. But it's, like, when you feel that way, you don't want to do things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's physically and mentally just too hard. But the absence of doing those things contributes to, you know, you're progressively feeling worse. It's a, a cycle. And it's like, it's just like, man, like, I mean, I feel like everyone's kind of been there. Yeah. Or like, or in some way or another, or will experience that once in their life at least. But it's just like, yeah, you sometimes just, it sounds like, <laughs> I didn't want to say it because it sounds like such a fucking like old person, like, just, just like say it, invalidating just your feelings. Just say it, Alfred. Just, like, just got to like, you know, get out of bed and just... And just do it and tough it up. You kind of have to thug it out. Like, you, you kind of fucking have to sometimes. Yeah, I don't want to say you got to toughen up or you just got to do this. Because, like, I feel like that's some shit that people just tell you when you're growing up. Like, oh, I just got to toughen it But is that up. bad sometimes? No, it's, it's not, not bad. always bad. It's not bad. It's because, like, it is it is a very boomer, like, super, like, realistic, logical fucking I'm a machine type shit. The, you know, I'll suffer. It's fine. But, like, sometimes you kind of just have to do that because... Again, if you're not taking care of things that you need to take care of, the only person it's really going to affect, it might affect other people, but it could affect you way more. And it's like, if I don't do these things, I'm simply hurting myself. Mm -hmm. So it it is kind of like a, might seem like a dismissive mentality, but it's not that you're like, oh, I need to get the fuck over it. It's like, I'm going to feel this way, but also I I really do need to find it within myself to do these things. Mm -hmm. And like, obviously, you know, if you're, you know, dealing with like depression, like that's very different. Like sometimes you're not able to do that, but that's also like, you know, maybe time to like reach out to someone that you trust and ask them for help and like ask them for guidance and maybe they can, you know, be able to support you in that way or like redirect you or like give you some resources and like help you through it versus like just sitting in it. Cause I think for me with the like the anxious feelings that I have, I'm like, it feels like a lot of energy inside of me. So when I'm sitting on my couch, I feel fucking crazy because mm-hmm. I feel so like fidgety and like I, I have so much fucking pent up just like feeling of anxiety within me. So I'll force myself to go on a walk yeah. and like, it's not going to solve any of my problems, yeah. but like even just exerting 
energy in that way, I feel like a little bit like less. Yeah, for sure. It's like a toned down anxiety. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I prioritize things like that, like exercise and, and shit like that. Like, uh, not prioritize it, but just made out of respect for myself, made time out of the day to get that done. Because I know that over time, you know, it doesn't fix any of your problems, but over time it just improves your quality of life enough so that you, you know, just in general feel more at peace. Yeah. And listen, fucking, I feel peaceful, more peaceful today than I have in the last week, but I don't feel that peaceful. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm never always at peace. No, but. no, no. There's such like, there's so far and few in between of the, that feeling of just like fully, like all the shit that I need to do is done. Mm-hmm. No one is mad at me right now. Everything is great and fine. It's never done. It, it's happened before. What, when you've got everything done? Literally, I've got, like, in those moments, I'm like, that feeling, I'm like, that's my goal. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not like, oh, this is my year. I'm like, I want that feeling again. And, like, what can I do? And I'm not always going to be able to do the things. Like, trust me, I have, like, 75 things that I need to do right now. Yeah, 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 right. But, like, I think just, like, having that, like, as, like, this little shining, hopeful feeling of, like, you felt that way before. And you could feel that way again. But Mm -hmm. you just have to put yourself in that position because... Like you were saying earlier, no one can make you feel anything. Like you're very much, the way you feel is just, that's you. That's yeah. your brain. That's your body. You're choosing to feel that way. But you can also feel like shit and still feel like, damn, at least I was productive. At least I got some things done. At least I took care of myself in this limited way because you are taking care of yourself. It's not even like a, fucking mindset of like you have to be productive all the time and every minute of your day no it's like i'm taking care of myself in some capacity whether it's like work or whatever because i'm like damn if i don't work i'll die (laughs) yeah and then my cats will be homeless yeah once you got to start like being responsible for other people that's when oh my god you don't really have the, the the option to like just you know not do anything and that's why every time i talk to my mom I'm like are you sure you never wanted to kill any of your children are you positive i'm like this is yeah. a safe space you could she's like no no yeah. never i'm like how is that possible because i literally want to kill my cat i've literally i've i've it's so <laughs> i don't want to kill that, my cat yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's so funny you say that because like this this is the year that i've actually seen my mom have like real ha- like happiness because oh. we <laughs> No, it sounds crazy, but because we're all adults now. Yeah. And we're not in her fucking hair all the time. And she's like, you know, found a new partner and she's just like, oh, like I'm finally doing this shit, you know? And it's just like, um, she's taking care of her own needs. Yeah. Because yeah. when you go take care of other people, it's just like, you don't have time for that. No. Your needs come second or third or fourth, you know? And it's just like, but, you know, it's one of the many uh, blessings of life get to have very i feel like he's about to like do like a dot without any context you're probably wondering why i keep accusing aiden of being muslim oh, and it's <laughs> and it's because he fasted during this last time i tried i tried to fast and then he started sending me tiktoks about fasting yeah and i was just like why is your for you page a muslim person yeah. for you page it still is <laughs> that's one thing i feel like people always think aiden is high and he does not even smoke weed he's not high i'm not smoke weed i've actually been sober now for like 30 days not that I... It's been 30 days. Again, it's... Just, all you're doing right now is further proving to me that you're either Muslim, becoming a Muslim. Very I mean, Muslim. When's...
I need to edit that part out or I'm going to bleep it. I'm going to bleep it. So. Everybody knows he's, he's a Muslim at heart. Everybody knows he, that. He is a Muslim at heart. I hope he's listening to this right now because I'm going to bleep it. He's 100% listening to this. He's going to listen to this episode. I feel like he might be listening to this conversation right now. Like he might be at the fucking door with his ear pressed up against it. I wouldn't even be surprised. <laughs> I wanted to talk shit about photographers, but did we do that last time? Aiden, if you think I remember a singular thing we spoke about, all I know is that I made fun of, or no, I asked you why Australian breakfast is like a thing. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's, it's like we don't need to talk about it again. I do remember that we talked about that. We talked about that. <laughs> it's good. But what did you want to say about photographers? Um, is, is there like a videographer photographer beef that I don't know about? Yeah, there is actually. What what is it? I think like I, I want to say for the record, so no one. It, it, I don't know if any of my friends are gonna listen to this, but all my friends that are photographers are great. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be friends with them if they weren't great. But a lot of photographers are just creeps. That's it. Oh, like, like, what is this based off of? Did someone try to touch you? No, nah, not me. But a lot of them just, I feel like it's like, I feel like photography as a medium is one of the only art forms that you can essentially fake it till you make it. I feel like every wow. other, I feel like every other art form, there's a certain level of technicality and you have to be able to showcase that you're good at what you do. Mm-hmm. With photography, if you can just take photos, if you can just be in the same room and take a photo, Yeah, you're going to be fucking, you can make a living off that. I feel like I, I really wanted to cut this whole part out. <laughs> I just, I, like. I will cut it out, but that's so fucking funny. I just like, I've just like met too many people that like all they take photos of is like naked women. And I'm just like, you clearly like just. Do you have any desire at all to take videos of naked women? No. Can you explain that to like, cause I'm like, you're a man. And I feel like if you're a photographer or videographer and like you reach out to someone, if you reach out to enough people and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to shoot this like nude da 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 thing, yeah. someone's going to say yes. Yeah, of course. So you don't have the I urge think, to do this. Why are people doing this all the time? the process in itself of shooting someone nude no, is that's creepy. Fine. I'm not saying that. No, 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 that's fine. But like when people are right. creepy about it. Or it's just like if that's all they do, you know what I mean? If, like, if this is all, all you want to take photos of, is like just not even naked people, just naked, attractive women. Mm-hmm. And you're a yeah, straight yeah, yeah, yeah. male. Yeah. That is like a little bit sus. I, I'm so glad that we agree on that because there's a lot of things that we disagree on, but that is one thing that I'm like, because I make a lot of general uh, broad statements about men to Aiden very often and he will, you know, object. And then I'm, I silence him and then I'm like, no. Uh, but this is something that we now agree on, which is, yes, I do think it's creepy when that's all you do, unless it's in a really, which very rare, but like in a beautiful imaginative way where it actually feels, but there's still also this underlying why what's driving you to do this. Maybe you are talented, but why is this the only thing you want to capture? Yeah. Or if it's just like, you know how like you just see like certain photos that will be released or come out mm-hmm. from a shoot and you're just like what 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 does the photographer say to get that pose because i know he would have had to say some like shit some zesty shit to be like yo i need you to like arch your back i need you to do this i need you to arch and it's just like not i need you to arch your back now yeah it's just like damn it's crazy but um i mean yeah, I don't know. Would I take a video of someone nude? Yeah, sure. But would actually... you seek it out? No, no, no. But like, for example, like, um, my friend one time was just like, "Yo, can you come and shoot this um, 
this party that my friend's DJing at, it's at Sapphire's, okay, the strip club. Yes. They want a video. And the video is like supposed to be like this person DJ set, but there's also mm-hmm. strippers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fire. I've never shot strippers. That I would love to do that just because it's cool. But I'm not going to go out and <laughs> be like... support sex workers. Yeah, of course. You heard it here first. But I'm not going to like just go and DM like mad like, you know... I guess, like, uh, people on Instagram would just be like, hey, can I shoot you? Hey, can you remove your clothing for me while I videotape you? Because one of the things, like, a transac- it's like a transactional thing for a lot of people. It's like, okay, I know that this person mm-hmm. would like content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they need it to promote right. themselves and make money. I can give them that content. But in exchange, it's like, but why do you want to shoot that content with that person? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you, what's ins- you, Like, what has motivated you to be like, hey, I can do it for you. You know what I mean? I mean, listen. If, if they hitting you up and be like, hey, I like your work. Yes. I need this. Can you please take these photos or videos of me? That's a different thing. Because you're like, yeah, of course. Like, I'm a professional. I know what I can do. They need this. Like, they want to work with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but if it's on the other hand, it's just like, okay, you reach out to this person. There has to be some kind of ulterior motive there. You're, you're preaching to the fucking choir. My DM requests are literally full of like the most amateur, I wouldn't even call them photographers. People's, people who have cameras who are like, I want to take photos of you. I'm like, first of all, you suck. Second of all, you're a creep. And I know for a fact, it's not that you just want to help me produce content. You just, this is like a creepy way for you to like, you know, be able to maybe hopefully I'm dumb type shit. There's so many creeps out there. There are a lot of creeps out there. And I luckily learned that super early on into having my photograph taken. And that's why Todd is the only photographer who's a man who I will. No, that's not true. I'll shoot with Dean. Yeah. I know Dean is listening. Shout out, Dean. Shout out, Dean. Uh, But yeah, no, I'm like, I'm very skeptical of shooting with male photographers for like an independent thing like if it's like a job with like a brand and like there's people on like that's different but like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. a one-on-one thing i'm like if i don't know you very well and you have a penis it's not happening yeah i also personally like would just feel i don't know like, it's weird like i feel uncomfortable like shooting somebody like explicitly because like i don't know that person so i feel uncomfortable you know ha- you know what i mean like it's just kind of like you yeah. just feel like you want to take them to dinner first no 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 you're like, I need to know you a little but bit more intimately. That's, I have a, I've always been like that without shooting anybody new. It's not that, like, you know, the nature of the work is nervous. It's just, like, I don't know that person. So I feel mm-hmm. awkward even being like, hey, can you, you know, like, do this? Can you, like, walk this way? I need to get a shot. And, I, and then I need you to, like, you know. I've seen photos recently that came out, and it's, like, for a brand. But, like, the, the way that the people are posing the photos, it's, like, that doesn't need to, like. Wait, what's the brand? Um, It was a brand called a... Oh, yes. It's shit like that where I'm like, who are you appealing to? And what is the purpose of this? Because I don't want to buy this. Like, this isn't... So, like, what, what's the point? Sometimes I'll be like, uh, when I'm doing, like, events and stuff, <laughs> they'll be like, yo, like, I need you to, like, just capture, like, all the baddies. You know what I mean? Just, like... That's verbatim. They've said to you, I need you to capture all the baddies. They'd be like, if you see this girl twerking, I need you to get down a video. And I'm like, bro, I don't know this person. So if some girl's dancing with her friends and they're in their own space, you want me to go over there with my camera that has a light on it and start filming them. You know what if I mean? If I saw you doing that, I would literally be like, what the fuck are you doing? I had to do it before. And like sometimes people were just like, okay, bet, yeah, like I'm comfortable being on a camera. This is whatever. Sometimes people would just look at you and they're just like, bro, what the fuck? And I'm like, listen, like <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm being paid to do this. I'm being told what to do. 
Like, I'm sorry that the person didn't put like a disclaimer, like you will be on video if yeah. you attend this event. Like, that's not my fault. That was their but, own problem. Okay, noted. I'm not gonna point the camera at you anymore. I'm gonna walk away. Yeah, I really, because when you're at events, people really, like, they're, they, I understand that they're doing their fucking job and they're hired, but like sometimes I'm like, you don't, you don't need to take a picture of this. And yeah, I'll, I'll say yeah. that, I'll be like, hey, like actually, I can stand over here, but like, please don't photograph whatever is happening right now. Now I'll just go out to everybody. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, um, do you mind if I take a video of you? Not yeah. photo, I'll be like, a video. Because a lot of times people see the camera, they'll be like, oh yeah, like, you can. And they'll be like, it's a photo. I'm like, no, it's a video. And they're just like, what am I supposed to do in the video? And I'm kind of just like... Arch your back. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Uh, this has been... This has been a great episode, I would say. Yeah, it's this, been good. This needs to be in the, the top five for 2023, and if it's not... I wonder if this time around people will be like, oh, he wasn't talking... This time they're like, you know, we hate Aiden. Yeah, because he wasn't just talking shit about everybody. He was talking about his feelings and shit. Listen, feelings, that's, that's you talking shit about yourself. That's, that's how I uh, see it, in a way. Like, not literally, but like, yeah. yeah, you're talking about your own shit. Yeah, I'll tell people, like, I have no shame in telling people that I cry. And that's why I asked you. If I thought it would make you uncomfortable, would not have asked. But I'm like, oh, I know Aiden wouldn't. Because what, you're human. Humans have emotions. Sometimes it comes out in the form of tears. Yeah. And that's just a fucking fact. And anyone who says otherwise, which is probably, like, a man with, like, toxic masculinity, like, probably just isn't getting bitches to fucking arch their back. <laughs> yeah. That, that, and that's, that's the, the sentence that I'm going to, I'm going to end it on, but wait, Aiden, where can people follow you? Where can they see your work? Anything that you want to plug, anything that you want to promote? Well, I will say that, um, my Instagram is my name, just Aiden McDougal underscore. Uh, I don't have a website. I'm still making a website. Slay. Don't have a YouTube. Slay. Don't have Vimeo. Slay. Um, just Instagram, unfortunately, but uh, hopefully I'll have Follow him on Instagram. Go through his tag. My email is uh, <laughs> hyperlinked in my Instagram bio. So if you want to hit me up for work or whatever, just email me. And you should. He shot some really cool shit for me. Uh, but yeah, as always, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Arab American Psycho, where you will see a photo of Aiden that I took of him this afternoon because this man has no photos of himself as, which is correct. As a man, you should have no photos. Yeah. I also want to... Um, <laughs> Like, let all my photographer friends know. Like, yo, take some photos of your friends. Yeah, tell them to take their clothes like, off. bring your camera out when we go out and just take photos of your friends. And just, you know, realize that your friends are more important than random people. Take photos of your friends. I take lots of photos of my friends. But I'm not a photographer. Well, then where's my photos? Uh, they're on my phone. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you could follow the podcast on Instagram where you'll see a photo of Aiden. And then you'll be able to put a face to the name. And then, yeah, check out his work. It's very cool. It, check his tagged videos. That's where you'll see most of his work. Yeah, facts. Yes. I don't really post anything on Instagram. Sorry. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Nori where, you know, I don't know. I'm subjecting myself to wearing a suede jacket when it's 85 degrees outside. And as always, guys, don't forget to wear your sunscreen, floss your teeth, don't be a fucking asshole, and I'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye.